0: Trump's big red button removed, £500 paid to Covid patients, and Russian malware found on British school laptops. This is your TLDR News Daily Briefing for Friday the 22nd of January. In the first story of the briefing today, we discuss the big red button that President Trump had installed on his desk. No, it doesn't detonate a nuclear device, despite what the movies might make us believe. Instead, it called a butler to serve the president a Diet Coke on a silver platter. It's been reported that Trump had some fun with this, though, and would often prank guests by randomly pressing the button in the middle of a meeting. He would then laugh when the butler came in with a Coke, presumably because he believed the guests would assume the button had something to do with the US nuclear arsenal. Well, it seems that Biden isn't such a planner the button and has no plans to prank any of his guests with it. As a newly elected president, Mr Biden has taken the opportunity to change the interior design of the Oval Office. And as part of this, he not only removed the button, but also moved the bust of Winston Churchill out of the office. This is worth noting because in 2016, the then mayor of London, Boris Johnson called out Obama's decision to move the bust out of the office, calling it a snub. He elaborated further, claiming that Obama's decision may have been influenced by the Park Kenyan president's ancestral dislike for the British Empire. With Johnson now in number 10, they were asked to comment on the removal of the bust this time, now by President Biden. As you'd expect, the now Prime Minister took a more relaxed view, with his official spokesman saying, The Oval Office is the president's private office, and it's up to the president to decorate it as he so wishes. So it seems that now Johnson's in number 10, he's a little more chill on the issue, and perhaps the next president will reinstate the bust, and maybe the button too. If you want to find out more about what Biden did on his first day, besides redecorating, including the 15 executive orders he passed, then check out our latest video on the TLDR US channel, it's linked down below. For the second story today, we move to the UK to discuss an idea that's been leaked and floated around various newspapers today that those who test positive for COVID-19 will receive a one-off payment of £500 from the UK government. It should be noted from the top that this is mere speculation at this point, and it's yet to be confirmed whether this idea will actually become a reality. However, if it is true, it's hoped that it would alleviate some of the financial burden that the lower-income families experience when they're instructed to self-isolate upon testing positive. So, while this idea does have some positives, what about the negatives? Because after all, we've been in the pandemic since March, so if this was an overwhelmingly great idea, why hasn't it been implemented already? Well, of course, there's a possibility that officials never considered it, or possibly they hadn't understood the true impact of self-isolating on lower-income families. There's also the possibility that the cost of the scheme was off-putting. It's been suggested that the scheme could cost around 453 million pounds a week. This would increase the cost of total payouts by 12 times and the BBC have suggested that it is indeed this huge cost that's the reason it's not been implemented up until now, and what makes such a proposal unlikely to be implemented anytime soon. Having said that though, the government hasn't shied away from forking out huge sums to alleviate some of the problems caused by the pandemic in the past. It's hard not to compare such an idea to the Eat Out to Help Out scheme, where the government paid for 50% of meals eaten in restaurants last summer. Even schemes like furlough demonstrate the radical fiscal policy the government has embarked on. So, while it definitely does seem like a radical policy, and one that would have been laughed out of the room outside of a pandemic, it's hard not to take seriously when other previous schemes were considered. In our last story today, we stay in the UK to discuss an issue relating to school laptops. Specifically, the news that some laptops given to children during the pandemic have contained malware, affecting children in one school in Bradford. Due to the pandemic, many children are currently attending classes virtually at home. As such, they require some form of computer in order to take part in lessons. The Department for Education has been providing laptops to some children in order to ensure that they can participate. In total, around 800,000 laptops have been provided. However, as we mentioned, one school in Bradford found something extra came with their laptops, a worm. It's been reported that the specific worm in question was identified by Microsoft in 2012. It's problematic as it's self-propagating and collects data on users, such as browsing activities and possibly even banking details. It's also been suggested that the virus could connect users' computers to a Russian server. So it seems that in order to help disadvantaged children with the virus, the Department for Education has sent them another computer loaded with a different kind of virus. Which is kind of ironic. For those who think the news is too long, be sure to check out Monday's daily briefing. Read the newsletter by signing up at tldrnews.co.uk forward slash daily. Listen to the briefing by searching for TLDR News in your podcast app, or watch the briefing over at youtube.com forward slash TLDR Daily.